Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland with Great Ministries. We want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this week's listeners. We pray that they will share this podcast with their friends, their family, their loved ones, and especially the unsaved. We pray that your word will go forward and not return to you empty, that it will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This week's podcast is a continuation of discipleship training on the will of God. This is part two of a new you for a new year. Our base scripture is found in Romans 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In last week's podcast, I discussed changing your attitude in order to change your mindset. Today, I want to discuss the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We must think differently if we are to truly know what is the will of God. The word prove in Romans 12 and 2 means to test. When you were in school, you prepared for the test in order to move on to the next grade. One of the best classes I took in college was a study skills class designed to prepare you for test taking. The first question on the pretest is, are you a new person? Ephesians 4 and 17 says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind. In other words, you should not live the way you used to live. Ephesians 4 Verses 22, 23, and 24 continues that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Your new conduct passes the test. The old conduct does not. New man is prepared to accept the will of God. Old man is not. So what should we think about on a daily basis? 1 Peter, the first chapter, verses 13 and 14, reminds us to gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance. My friends, this pretest scripture is to make sure that you're thinking rationally and that your mind is under control. Colossians 3 and 2 reminds us to set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. We must spend just as much time on heavenly things as we did before on earthly things. So what should we think about on a daily basis? The answer is found in Philippians 4 and 8. It proclaims, Finally, my brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Folks, when we choose to meditate on God's word, we are ready to do God's will. Now that we've passed the pretest, let's look at the real test, the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There's only one question on the test. Does your life and your life plans agree with his will. If they do, great. 
If they don't, let's continue to seek the will of God. Here are the five explicit references in the Bible to the will of God. Number one, the will of God is that you be sexually pure, found in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 38. Number two, the will of God is that you be filled with the Holy Spirit, found in Ephesians 5, verses 17 and 18. Number three, the will of God is that you will suffer persecution, found in 1 Peter 4 and 19. Number four, the will of God is that you give thanks always, found in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. The fifth will of God for your life is that you submit to your government, found in 1 Peter 2, verses 13 through 15. So looking at the first reference, we see that we've been set apart to do God's will, as taught in 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 3 through 5. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. You are not born to let God have control, but he gave you free will to choose to follow Christ, follow self, or follow Satan. The second reference is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5 verses 17 and 18 teaches, Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. In addition to needing to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we also need to be taught about the will of God. There is only one way to learn the will of God, and that is through His Word. His will is His Word. Colossians 1 and 9 proclaims, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. My friends, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are able to ask Him for wisdom and understanding. Please note that to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. This is not a one-time, filled-for-life experience. We must constantly let the Holy Spirit permeate our entire existence on a daily basis. Number three, you will suffer persecution. 1 Peter 4 and 19 says, Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to Him in doing good as to a faithful Creator. Folks, this is one of the most difficult areas of being a disciple, suffering persecution. The line to sign up for suffering is very short, but there's a difference between suffering according to the will of God and suffering otherwise. Jesus came to save the world and suffered a death on the cross for doing the will of God. Most of the apostles suffered horrible deaths during the will of God. Early Christians in the Roman Empire suffered with being beaten, burned alive, torn apart by animals, or beheaded for doing the will of God. Modern Christians in North Korea, Afghanistan, Somalia, Libya, Pakistan, the Sudan, and other countries face death if they're exposed as being Christians. These souls decided to be a light in a dark world, and in many cases, they helped convert others before being killed. 2 Timothy 3 and 12 announces, Yes, and all those who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Please note that all suffering is not the will of God. Some suffering is self-inflicted, and others is the result 
of unrepentant sin. Number four, giving thanks. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 announces, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I address giving thanks in my November 27th podcast entitled, An Attitude of Gratitude. We must not think that we have to give God thanks. Rather, we should give God thanks because we can. It is certainly not easy to give God thanks in everything, but we can do it because it is God's will. Number five, submit to the government. 1 Peter 2 verses 13 through 15 tells us to submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to governors, or as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who are good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you may put silence to the ignorance of foolish men. My fellow Christians, God has ordained whatever government is in power at the time. That's found in Romans 13. It is our responsibility to be good citizens. Good citizens make for good communities. Good communities make for good cities. Good cities makes for a good country. And a good country makes for a good world. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we have revealed your will through your word. We pray obedience to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes this week's discipleship training. We'll continue with part three next week. If you'd like to give your life to Christ, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for being obedient to your Father, doing his will by going to the cross and dying for my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church where you can continue your education on a regular basis. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share this podcast as well as the website with your friends, your family, as well as the unsaved. Great Ministries is supported by friends like you if you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also contact us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia 30048. Or you may call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed and have a great week.